Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 grand, with a microphone not in his hand. Get up on there and tell him who you am, my friend. What up, what up? It's your boy, Slick Boy Sam. That's right. You know how we do it out there, slanging it in the south. Yes, we do know. (laughs) Now give me my Baconator. That's right. Well, you got lady friends, you know, sometimes things just happen, right? I mean. You have no, you have no idea what that uh, phrase means. Me. Uh, the slick boys out there in the world unite, right? What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, uh, aka Big Skis, aka the Hip Hop Mandalorian. What's going on, man? Oh man, you know what, man? Um, as I do often, uh, uh-huh. I, I'm also a fan of the show. Not only, uh, not only one of the co-creators and hosts of the show. I'm a fan, and uh, I listen to the episodes when they're released, as uh, we are blessed enough to have many other people do. Uh, and I, you know what? I gotta retract a statement I made, and this kind of actually been bugging me a little bit. Um, I said in our episode when we reviewed Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I said I liked Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And that I thought it was better than Doctor Strange. Uh, The moment I said that, even as we were recording it, I thought, you know what, maybe it's too soon to call that. And I got home and kind of forgot about it. And then we dropped the episode and I listened to it and I went, you know what, man? I don't know about that. That may not be a, uh, that may be a false statement. So I actually pulled Doctor Strange up and rewatched it on uh, Disney Plus. And I was flat out 100% wrong. Doctor Strange, the original, is a great 
phenomenal origin story. Like, I think actually in watching it for a second time, one of the better origin stories in the Marvel Universe. I love the cocky, wealthy surgeon who out of his own, you know, cockiness and stupidity gets into a car wreck and ruins his hands and can't do the one thing that he's known for. And he will do anything in his power to fix his hands so that he can get his life back. And in turn doing so, learns that that's no longer what he wants and becomes something else. It is a great, great movie. Funny, uh, dramatic, great action, great character development, and just an all-around great origin story. And upon a second viewing, I think one of the better origin stories in the Marvel Universe. So uh, I am retracting that statement. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is not, in my opinion, better than the original Doctor Strange. The original Doctor Strange is a very good movie. I, I'd say underrated, but I don't know if it is underrated. It was underrated by me. 100% for sure. I actually didn't even watch it until I got Disney Plus originally. So I've now watched it twice, both times on Disney Plus. So I'd say underrated, but I think it did well in the box office. I just don't think a lot of people know, myself included, about Doctor Strange. Not a big comic book character. Not not like Spider-Man or the Hulk, you know. But uh, a great movie and definitely better than Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness to me. I wanted to get that off my chest because that's actually been bugging me since we recorded that episode. That was like, pfft, I don't know, over a month ago that we <laughs> recorded that episode. But yeah, I was wrong, man. Uh, Doctor Strange is a great movie. Your thoughts on Doctor Strange? I just said, I know I just came out of nowhere with that. That wasn't something we talked about talking about, but it just hit me at the beginning of the episode. So, uh, If you recall, Doctor Strange was a movie that I didn't watch. Yeah, you and I both were in the same boat on that. And the reason I didn't watch it is because everyone I talked to said it was terrible. Okay. Like, it did not get good. So maybe it was underrated. I know. Yeah. And people that, right. Like, especially on the heels of, like, Avengers and other things right. that were coming out. Like, right. Just didn't get good reviews from people so i didn't watch it i heard it was terrible whatever and then we got into more deeper into the marvel universe and i was like i gotta go check out dr strange yeah see, you know I, I i've watched everything else i owe it to myself to at least sit down and whatever because he popped off in infinity war right that was where we first got to take if you didn't watch dr strange no, no, no. we were introduced to him in infinity war if i'm not mistaken right i, I, believe, I believe that's where he popped up and I liked him in Infinity War, and that's what made me go, oh, you know, maybe I need to revisit this character because I didn't give this movie a chance. I just didn't care. But I think it was after Infinity War, and of course, he's in Endgame. So I think that was where I was like, all right, I need to go back now that I got Disney Plus and watch Doctor Strange. So then when I went back and I watched it, and I think we talked about this in a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. I was blown away at how much I enjoyed it and how much I liked the character and how much I liked the movie. So for when when you said that, like, I mean, you know, we try to be like, you and I have different opinions all the time about stuff. Yeah. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. And uh, there's been several times where it's hard because you want to make a, a reaction. You want right. you want to state yeah. something. You want to say something. You know, like, I watched Shang Chi and I was like, this might be one of the top five Marvel movies. It still may be. Like, it's really, really good, Shang-Chi. Yep. I love the story. I love the, the humor. I love the writing. I love all of it. Right? So, but then, like, sometimes you just have to sit with some stuff for a while. You yes. know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, Agreed. And, and so, 
I didn't, you know, it, you didn't say anything like insanely outrageous. Like. No, it just, I was caught up in the moment. And I, I think it was because I was saying what I didn't like about Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. And I was like, Hey, listen, look, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I think it's better than Dr. Strange. But then it's the moment I said that I went, is it though? Is it for reals? Is it? And after watching it, I can now say hands down, it's not. And that's not to say Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was a bad movie. It's just not. The way they introduced us to that character of Stephen Strange and his evolution and his process and what he had to go through um, in becoming a sorcerer and, and falling into the role of Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, it's just, it's a great story, man. And it's a great origin story and just a great story just in general. So yeah, that's just me saying I was wrong. I was caught up in the moment. Uh, didn't mean it. <laughs> just wasn't thinking. We were right off the heels. We literally, we watched Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and I think recorded like the next week. So we were like fresh off that movie. I got caught up in the moment and I said that and I it, it's not true. I was wrong. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever... Um traveled like from northern california to southern california yes i have it's funny you should ask that my friend oh. great great segue yeah how much does it segue <laughs> about six pounds yeah there you go um yeah man i so i'm i'm pretty exhausted as a, we kind of mentioned on last week's episode uh we were supposed to record on memorial day because i told you that pretty much my month of june was shot like i had stuff going on like crazy and i said if we don't record this weekend it ain't gonna happen for we're gonna we're gonna miss some episodes so we got to get it in and then you got covid we were not able to record so we're just now here june what is it june 18th well, not when this episode drops, but when we're recording it, we're now at the end of June and we're just getting in some episodes because yes. So my June was insane because June 3rd, my son and my stepdaughter graduated from high school, two different high schools. So I have my stepdaughter goes to Argonaut, my son goes to Amador. So unfortunately I was not able to watch my stepdaughter who I've watched grow up over the last nine years unfortunate enough the way they stagger the graduations they don't put enough time in between to catch both so i watched my son graduate while my wife watched my stepdaughter her daughter graduate so we got two kids graduating high school on the third then i've got my daughter who's in southern california at uc irvine who had a performance she was the, one of the wicked stepsisters in into the woods now, my daughter went to two years at Folsom Lake College and did her last two years of college at UC Irvine. But she enrolled in, guess what? 2020. So she goes to school for musical theater, dancing, singing, acting, performing. So over those two years, she should have been in several productions that I would have been able to watch. But guess what? COVID, mass, six feet, social distancing, no performances. Performances were locked down, shut down. They didn't happen. So my daughter has been on this campus for two years, and this was the first time I'd set foot on it and watched her in a production. So we did graduations on the third, and then Saturday morning on the fourth, my wife and I woke up, the butt crack of dawn, dropped the dog off at the doggy daycare, and drove straight through to Southern California. Got there, checked into the hotel. Motel 6, by the way, 100 bucks. Uh, smelled like dog pee and cigarette smoke. Immediately canceled my Motel 6 for the following weekend and booked a different hotel. It was that bad anyway. 
Got there, checked in, grabbed a snack, went and watched my daughter's show at 8 o'clock at night, gave her a hug, told her how much we loved her. Back to the hotel, up Sunday morning, made the drive back home. We were not stopping, smelling the roses. These weren't trips. We don't have any extra cash. We don't have any extra time. So there was no hanging out, going to Disneyland, any of that stuff. It was We went right back home. All business. All business. So then the following weekend, my daughter graduates college. So be it, she's been here two years. I've never set foot on the campus. Now I'm going two weekends in a row. So again, this time my mom comes. So Saturday morning, 8 a.m., my mom meets us at the house. We get in the car. We drive all the way through back to UC Irvine, but this time a different hotel because the Motel 6 sucked, so I canceled my reservation. I booked the same hotel for both weekends. I told my mom, we're not doing it. Book here. It's closer. It's nicer. Well worth the extra $60 to not sleep in what smelled like dog piss Mm -hmm. and cigarette smoke. Uh, So we get there. This time it's a little nicer. We get there. The graduation isn't until Sunday morning at 8.30 in the morning. So uh, got up, uh, got got to the hotel, checked in, met my daughter, had a really nice dinner with her and her boyfriend, talked about what her plans were. I actually got to see her and spend a little time with her. Then get up the next morning, go to the graduation, get a couple photos, tell her how much you love her, then back in the car, back home, and then go to work for the week. And then it's the graduation party for my two kids was this last weekend. So then it's, all right, Yard work's got to get done. House has to be clean top to bottom, right? Got to make the cake. Got to get everything for the Mexican food. Got to put out all the appetizers. So in between going to work and dealing with real estate things, and my wife's a a financial advisor. She works with the asset management company. In between doing our normal jobs, it's spending all week long doing this. So we took Friday off and just cleaned and worked and toiled. Uh, My wife obviously did more than me. She could be a professional party planner. She's really good at it. Uh, I told my wife, I said, thank you for everything you did. Because if this was up to me, I'd have put like a few pizzas out from Roundtable and went and bought a cake, you know, at Safeway and been like, congratulations, here's your party. You know, I don't I don't party plan, man. But she had streamers and balloons and tablecloths. And it looked like a real professional had put this party on. And, and she could literally do that for a living. So last night was the party. It was amazing. But still, we haven't recorded, and that's when you hit me up and was like, hey, man, look, I know gas is crazy. I know you're probably tired. Um, We can do one over the phone. And I'm like, you know what, man? I got a lot of stuff coming up with work. I can't guarantee my next couple weekends are going to be any better than these last few. Let's just let me get up Sunday morning. I know it's Father's Day. Let's just do it. So here we are, man. Um, And I can tell you this. California is beautiful. I love living here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the sunshine state, right? And, and I know no, it's expensive. That, that's Florida. Oh, yeah. What are we? What's California? What are we? What is it? Uh, like our state motto? Yeah. Do we have a state motto? Yeah. It's a uh, get wrecked, bitch. Oh. <laughs> California. All right. Anyway, well, we have beautiful sunshine, amazing weather, beaches, mountains, skiing, snow. We've got everything. That drive, I can say. My bad. I didn't mean to all correct you. No, no. no that's Florida. Yeah, yeah. No, you're Who right. Are we the show me state? That's Missouri. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we are. That's a good question. Now I'm Googling. I'm, yeah. All right, cool. Like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. California is beautiful, but that drive from our house and I own to Anaheim is not beautiful. 
that is not the best of what California has to offer. It is flat. It is brown. And other than gas stations, fast food restaurants, and rest areas, there is really nothing to see. Until you get to the grapevine, there's some ro a few rolling hills and a body of water out there. Uh, but you just wanting to get up and over the grapevine and get, get where you're going at that point. So you don't give a shit about that. But that is just an ugly drive, man. And, you know, everybody says how expensive California is. And I always say, you know what? That's the tax for living in all this beautiful sunshine and this amazing weather. Well, if you were to get in a car and do that drive from my own to SoCal, people would be like, man, you're full of shit. I would never live here. It's terrible, man. It really is an ugly drive, but it was necessary. Had to get it done. No regrets. Um, we no, made no regrets. Maybe we don't have a state motto. I don't know. We do. What is it? <sighs> oh yeah. Very disappointing. Okay. Well, I'm curious now. I have no idea. Eureka. Okay. Because because gold rush. Yes. Which yeah. Is, uh, Makes sense. Which is obviously it's a. Uh, means i have found it yes okay yeah yeah well that makes sense i mean that's a big part of our california history i mean hell we growing up where we grow up in sacramento we've got the the what is it sutter's fort that's where all the gold mining happened and the action sutter happened. Creek. yeah well sutter creek too yeah but um yeah man okay that makes sense eureka i've realized the drive is ugly so yeah, man. I mean, between that and you, you have found it. Yeah, I found being boring. Yeah, that's a horrible drive, man. But it's it was a means to an end. I didn't have a choice. The other thing was, I toyed with the idea. My wife and I did toy with the idea since my daughter wasn't graduating till Sunday morning, of going to Disneyland on Saturday. Because here's the thing. Disneyland now has the Marvel area, which I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. um, and they have a Spider-Man ride, a new Spider-Man ride, which I haven't ridden. I heard it isn't that great, but I haven't ridden it. They also have Rise of the Resistance in the Star Wars area, which everyone told me is phenomenal. Like, that is the ride. You got to see it. When we were in Florida, the ride was so crazy, you had to pre-book. Uh, you had to pre-save a spot to get on the ride. We didn't know that, so we weren't able to ride it because all the pre-saves got booked up before we could do it. We didn't reserve a spot. So I'm like, you know, I'd really like to do the Rise of the Resistance. I'd like to see the Marvel Land. Of course, Star Wars Land is in regular Disneyland. Marvel Land is in California Adventure, which means you need a one-day park hopper. Do you know what those are going for now? <sighs> Let me think. Let's yeah. say one-day park hop pass post-COVID yeah. increases on everything. Oh, yeah. They've ra recently raised. I would raised. say 179 a day. 290 for one day. One day park hopper. Fuck off, Disney. Yeah, that's what my wife. At least I didn't look it up. My wife said it's 290 right now for the one day park hopper, and I went, "Yeah, I don't need to see the rise of resistance that bad." The hell, fucking no. Marvel Land, you can wait because we wouldn't be able to spend a full day. That's right, the thing. Right. I'd basically be going to get on Rise of the Resistance, check out the Marvel Land and the Spider-Man ride, walk around for a few hours, and go back to my hotel at two ninety a person. At least I swear that's what my wife said. Maybe my memory's not correct, but I believe it was two ninety. Maybe she meant two ninety for both of us. I don't know, but I don't believe so. I believe it was two ninety a person, and I was like, so yeah, we weren't even able to do that because I just can't. I couldn't justify that price, man. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's insane. Not to not spend a full day. Like, if I was gonna go and try to ride everything, like, 
spend you know from morning till night there maybe but i didn't have that luxury i didn't have that kind of time man so it was amazing though watching my daughter graduate uh was you know every parent's dream to watch their so to be able to in in the span of a couple weeks watch my son graduate high school my daughter graduate college and watch my daughter be one of the main characters in an amazing play the play was incredible her role was great she killed it uh, phenomenal, man, all the way around. As exhausted as I am, and I am, and as tired as I am, and, and is coming to the realization that I never want to make that drive to Southern California ever, and I didn't even drive. My wife refuses to let me drive. Like, she can't be driven. She has to drive. So she did the driving. So she's stressed and tired, but I'm like, hey, let me take, take some of the load off. I'll drive. And she's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I go, is it just me? She goes, no, I wouldn't let anybody else drive. I have to drive. So, yeah, man, uh, as much as I say I don't ever want to do it again, I'm glad that I did it, man. But it's good to be home, and I'm looking forward to some normalcy getting back into August, you know, like right. July and August, you know, just normal busy instead of insane, crazy busy like it's been. But all good things, man. It's great to be home. It's great to be here. I'm so glad to be back actually in the studio. I'm glad that I got up and made the drive because the phone, the doing it, doing it via the uh, FaceTime's just not the same energy, man. So I'm, I'm glad to be here for sure. Mm. You looking up Disney prices sure, right now? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the luxury of having all the information in the world at your fingertips, right? Yeah. So busy man, yes. lots of travel. Yeah. Yep. Exhausting. You and me both, brother. We're traveling. We're world-renowned travelers now. Well, you're hitting the you're hitting you know the sunshine state. Yeah, Eureka! And I was out in Alabama, the Aloha State. Yeah, correct. You're out in the bloody ding 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 state. That you that you got a pretty mouth state. I don't know if I was south enough for that. Yeah, it may not have been deep enough. Mm. I get you. I get I you. Might be Louisiana. So, that being said, you and I, as busy as we are, had time to squeeze in a movie. We did. We made it to the theater. The theatrical experience has returned in a big way, man, in a major, major way. They are pretty much officially saying between Spider-Man No Way Home and the success of uh, Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick and uh, the money that this new Jurassic World, which we're getting ready to review, has raked in that movies are officially back in a big bad way like these three uh opening weekends and the halls that these movies are bringing in are they feel like are signifying that movies are returning because for a minute there it looked like after covid and uh with the streaming stuff that people may not come back to the movies they may just wait for it to stream or wait till they can get a hard copy or download it um but uh those fears have been kind of uh put aside cast asunder you might say cast asunder because uh yeah man uh tom cruise just had the biggest opening weekend of his career and now top gun maverick is his biggest money-making movie of all time it it outgrossed one of the i think the most recent mission impossible which was an incredible movie and spider-man no way home is the biggest one of the biggest grossing marvel movies you know it's it's not it's not uh, Endgame, but it's right up there as one of the biggest Marvels ever had. And you know what's interesting about, I read about Top Gun Maverick is that it won't show in Russia or China. 
because of the America, you know, like military and right, go America right. and we're going to take out the terrorists or whatever. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know exactly what it's about. But China and Russia will not let that movie show in their theaters. So they're saying that if um, if it could show in China and Russia, that it would blow a lot of movies out of the water, box office-wise and money-wise, because those are two big markets where they're losing a lot of money by not being able to air those. China is huge. Like, they make the Marvel movies blow up because they love their special effects and their sci-fi and their robots. Well, this wouldn't be any different with the planes and the explosions and whatever else, the action. They like our movies, so it lost a lot of money by not being able to be released into those markets. But that being said, Jurassic World does have that luxury. They, that movie's playing all over. Everybody loves dinosaurs, right? So it's going everywhere. Everybody loves dinosaurs. So you and I went to the theater and watched it. Um, what did you think, man? I, um, you saw it before I did, and then once you told me you saw it, I was like, shit, I'm going to squeeze it in this week so that we can review it. And I did. I made it. I got it in. Like I caught like a matinee on a Tuesday. So I saw it... Uh... Let's see, it came out Friday. I saw it on Monday uh, with my brother is in in state. Okay. Actually from the Aloha State. Yes, the the actual Aloha State. uh, He came up for a visit, and I I saw the pictures online. You went and caught the movie with him, your nephew. Yeah, and then uh, his his wife's uh, sister and her husband and their boys, we were all there. Uh, But my... My nephew Avery is a like most kids, six or seven, are massive dinosaur kids, man. Just. Every little boy at one point in their life goes through the dinosaur phase. I can't speak for you. I know I did. I wanted to be an archaeologist and dig up dinosaur bones and discover a dinosaur. And I had all the dinosaur toys, and I went wanted to go to the dinosaur museum. So I know for me, I I definitely went through that for sure. Um, but so I got to see it with him. I posted a picture of him just like I took while he was in the theater. And he just looks like... Such a great photo, man. Like... He couldn't have been is, any happier. No. Yeah. And what's crazy, too, is I've had several people reach out to me. Been like, holy shit, that's Brian. It, yeah. It, 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 and it looks like he did when he was that age. 100%. You see, you see the resemblance for sure. He looks no a lot DNA like your test required. No, no. That's that is your brother's son. For that's sure. your baby. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, when it what, comes to the case of Avery, you are the father. Yeah. What is it? No slick boy stuff happening. No, there? Hey, he ain't a slick boy out <laughs> yeah. there in the Aloha State. <laughs> that's right. Nope. He's, he's, he's sticking in for that one. Um, real quick, before we get going, uh, since we didn't really give you heads up last week spoiler alert if you haven't watched jurassic world yes uh, there we Dominion. go good call man yeah because i i hey can we you drop about, spoiler alert about 40 minutes yeah, into the yeah. kenobi yeah after i gave a complete plot synopsis with uh, with ruining the ending or of, yeah oh, spoiler alert yeah sorry my bad <laughs> my bad yeah yes definitely spoiled that one so yeah so you went with the family so you you probably had a different experience than i did i went alone just me myself no one else was with me um so it might have been a different experience you were probably kind of seeing the movie through the lens of your nephew's eyes a little bit i would imagine uh i mean a little bit more just because at seven you don't have a lot of uh movie theater etiquette Right. Oh. So, you know, he was kind of losing his shit or saying stuff right. or whatever, you know. 
Anytime a dinosaur would pop off, he'd be like, hey, it's a dick. It's a, oh. <laughs> he was giving uh, you all overall, the rundown. He was really yeah. good, man. He was really good. Um, if you go to Galaxy Theaters and Riverbank, I usually go to Regal, but Galaxy Theaters and Riverbank has an insane pretzel and cheese. Right. I was going to take a picture, but it wasn't around long enough to take a picture between my brother and me and Avery. So. Right. Okay. So, um, I'll go first. Yeah, 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 man. Went first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I thought it was um, very, I was very curious how they were going to basically merge two casts. Right. From obviously yeah. the um, Chris Pratt era, Jurassic uh-huh. Worlds, yeah. and the Jurassic Park movies. Um, and I was very, I, I just thought the story was good. I thought that um, the action was good. The, um, of course, like usual, there's always some like, really, dude, like yeah. that dinosaur didn't see you, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But it's a movie, man. Like it's the it's, same way the stormtroopers can't hit anybody yeah. when there's fifty of them shooting at you. The yeah. dinosaurs can't seem to catch your hey, main people. The dinosaur can't smell you when you're one centimeter under the water. Right. That yeah. That kind of thing. Absolutely, you know what? Yeah. That's like totally nitpicking stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a movie. Enjoy it. Sure. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was funny um, for me. And, and we've talked about this before. The nostalgia piece is just so big to me, like seeing Alan Grant and Ellie Nessler and, you know, Jeff Goldblum, those yeah. characters. I forget Jeff Goldblum's character, uh, Ian Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. Right. Those guys back um, yeah. with the new cast. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really good. And uh, there was a lot of little stories involved. Um, obviously, uh, them protecting the girl. Yeah. Um, which was, a, which is an interesting story. Um, obviously, the whole Ian Malcolm story with him going into Biosyn. Now, this is something I don't know if you know. Um, I thought it, but I wasn't positive, and I went back and researched it. So do you remember, and I forget his name off the top of my head, but Newman? Yes. In the original one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's sitting out at, like, the cabana or whatever, and he's about to sell the Barbasol thing. Yeah, Making yeah. a deal with the guy. That Barbasol thing He's like, hey! Up. Yeah. See, nobody cares. Yeah. Which is yeah. now a meme. Oh, yeah, big you know, time. People use it all the time. Yeah. When he was sitting there, talking about trying to sell to um, the competitor. Yeah. Or the person who was eventually going to buy it. Yeah. The other person who was going to buy it was Dodgson. Oh, was it really? Okay. is the person who runs Biosyn. Okay. Okay. So I thought that was amazing the way that they not. And then, of course, Dodgson had the Barbasol can. Yes. I remember in, seeing in, the Barbasol in, can in, in, in the, his office. Yeah. So I thought that was a fantastic, like on top of all the other, Hey, we're throwing everything that we can from the Jurassic stuff into this movie. Yes. To have that, that ode to the past. And then, um, um, just, I thought it was, it was a great nod. And like, I was like, maybe I'm tripping. And then I went back and I was like, yeah, no, I was it. Like, no. I, I, so like little things like that and like you, you, we know this because of Marvel and other stuff like we miss so many little things sure. until somebody else points it out or I'll see it and it'll be like oh I didn't even see that yeah you know so um, 
overall, like I thought that was, I thought that was really cool the way they, they, there was so many nods and odes to stuff from the beginning. Sure. And so I, I just thought it was great and I thought I was enjoying and I, and for me, like I said, the nostalgia stuff when I see, you know, like I felt like this movie to me and I'll, I'll, I'll wait this to say this till you're done, but like you get excited like you're 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 geeked on Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you've talked about it for a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like this movie to me, like bringing back the people from the original Jurassic Park film, right? Was just like I love the nostalgia, and it was it was I, I thought it was great. So that's what I think. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, man. I uh, it was fun. It was super cheesy, super corny. Uh, really over the top, just ridiculous. But it was a good time. Like I thought the special effects were amazing. Um, good action sequences. Um, it just, there was a lot of things to me. I think what happens with the Jurassic Park, I think the Jurassic Park sequels suffer from the same thing that the Matrix sequels suffer from. And that is that the first Jurassic Park was absolutely groundbreaking. It changed the game of cinema and the way movies were created from that moment forward. You can still go back and watch the first, first, the first Jurassic Park. The, you can still go back, rewind. You can still go back and watch the first Jurassic Park from 1993 or 94, whenever it was, and it holds up because it was so far ahead of the game. That sequence, when they're in the Jeep, and they're trying to get away from the T-Rex and the T-Rex is stomping, chasing after them. And they look at it in the rear view mirror and it says objects may be closer than they appear. And you see the T-Rex just bearing down on them. That still to this day is an insane piece of filmmaking. Like what they were able to accomplish in 93, mind blowing. Same thing with the first Matrix. There's movies before Jurassic Park and movies after when it comes to CGI and special effects. But unfortunately what happened for me is I've never felt, and I love Chris Pratt, but I've never really felt that any of the Jurassic sequels were that great or that necessary. It was just a, what we talked about on the last episode. The last one did well, so let's do it again and keep making money. Like, it just feels like we need an excuse to get a bunch of people in a room and have them run away from dinosaurs so they don't get eaten. And how are we going to do that this time? Well, they're going to open another park. They kept trying to open the park three times. And when are we going to learn that opening up a park with dinosaurs in it is a bad idea? Like at some point, wouldn't somebody put their foot down and be like, no, no more parks. This is a bad idea. People keep dying. So I, for me, it was great to see. Go ahead. You, well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But like. It's about greed. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it's Corporate about greed. money. Yeah. Right? So, like, if this was real world, even though it's a terrible idea, yeah. Jeff Bezos can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. That, and Elon that's who Biosyn guy, right? Yeah, Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. They can do what it... Hey, we've done the... We've ran the numbers. There's a 99.9% .9 chance this goes extremely haywire and could possibly ruin the entire fabric of the earth. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, we're going to open a park. We're yeah. opening Jurassic Right, Disney. and that's what we're yeah. in, in, yeah. in real life. Like, Bezos would do it if he yeah. wanted to. If he could, Musk he would. would if he could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... I get what you're saying. I, I just... I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, hey, man, it's a bad idea. Lots of shit's a bad idea. When you're yeah. a bazillionaire, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I've, like, seen every Jurassic sequel because mm -hmm. I love the first one so much, but there really isn't, other than the first one, I don't return to Jurassic Park 2 to Jurassic Park 3. If, if they pop up on TNT when I'm on the treadmill at the gym, I'll watch them. But in the same thing, I hate to say it, but the same thing with the with the Jurassic World series. I love Chris Pratt. I think Bryce Dallas Howard is cool. But the movies were forgettable. Like, I'm not going to own them in my collection. I'm not going to return to them and watch them. They're goofy, corny, over-the-top fun. But it's a one-time, like, okay, I watched it not going to think about that movie tomorrow like it's over whereas the first jurassic park has still to this day stuck with me and so that's probably the best thing i can say about it is it was fun while i watched it i will never watch it again i will never go back to it i didn't feel the connection like the the mother father uh relationship with the little girl how she's calling them my mom and dad and they're treating her like the protective parents i'm like you guys have known this girl for what how long has it been since the last jurassic park movie you've known her like for a couple months and she's calling you mom and dad and you guys are like no you cannot leave the house you come in at curfew young lady you need to talk to her when i didn't even really believe that I was having a hard time believing Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard's characters really liked each other that much. They hadn't really established their romance that well, and yet I'm supposed to believe their parents to this little girl, or they're that attached to her that they, 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 they've got to go out on an adventure to track her down and chase her down. I, I didn't buy that. I didn't buy... Um, I just didn't feel that connection there. And then when the two casts came together, they were supposed to have this like instant, immediate connection. Like, he's like, you're the guy that trained raptors. Oh, man, you're the guy that was at the first Jurassic Park. We're now best friends. And you're the girl from the first Jurassic Park. You've got red hair now. I've got red hair. Let's go save the day together. Like, all of a sudden, they just were, like, there and bonding. The only person that was, like, the voice of reason in this movie, Jeff Goldblum's character. He's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Did you just say you made a promise to a dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Like, he's just like, wait a minute. And when he comes back with the dinosaur strapped to his back, Chris Pratt, he, is, is that a dinosaur on your back? Yeah. All right. You know, like, he's just like, he's speaking for all of us and how loony and insane that is. Like, that they went, the whole world's crumbling around them and they can all die, but he's going to go save the, the baby raptor that would have eaten him a few scenes earlier in order to, you know because he made a promise to the raptor's mother like i it, yeah dude I, I fun cheesy corny over the top um i'll never watch it again and after this episode when i re-listen to it i probably won't even think about it again it's just one of those they're disposable flicks as far as i'm concerned they're like not collection oriented movies i'm gonna go back to and re-watch it's a one-time watch and we move on disposable cinema good special effects good action uh laura dern i love you to death i want to speak to all the women in hollywood you can grow old gracefully it's okay she's 55 the dude that plays uh what what's the guy from the movie um the other dude from jurassic park sam neil sam neil 
is 75. You ask me who looked younger between those two? If I didn't know their ages, I would have picked Sam Neill in a heartbeat because he's allowed himself to grow old. I am so tired of this. They chop their face up to where it looks like they got the Joker smile and then she's got the high cheekbones and her face is pulled back tight. It doesn't make you look younger. It doesn't make you look. And then she dyed her hair red. You're not looking younger. You're not looking sexier. You just look weird now. So the whole time, every time the camera panned on her face, I was just like, no. Sam Neill looks great at 76. So I'm going to tell this, ladies, you're beautiful just the way you are. You do not need to put collagen in your cheeks and your lips and have your face stretched back and chop your mouth up to where it looks like you got the Jack Nicholson Joker smile. Like, I, I just... It, she was hard to look at for me, like, because I know that that's what she's done because that's what she feels like Hollywood needs her to do. And it was just hard to look at her when you look at Sam Neill. And I was like, man, he looks great for 76. And he just threw a hat on and some jeans. He didn't try to chop his face up. Like, at least not that I know of. If he's got face work done, he's got a great doctor. You can't tell. I'll, I'll put that on him. So maybe I, I could be off base. Maybe he's had work done. But yeah, the fact that she's 55 and he's 75 and he looked younger to me, spoke volumes. Like that was another thing that took away from the movie for me is I was just looking at her going, why would you do that to your face? Like, uh, you don't it, but it happens well, I'll, I'll constantly. You, I'll tell you this, uh, sir. First of all, in fairness, and I think I may have said this before, I feel like, unfortunately, Guys age better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it depends on race and genetics and stuff. Sure. But for the most part, I think guys age better. Okay. Um, and I think that obviously the world of Hollywood is a little bit different. Dude, they, want, she felt like that's what she had to do. I guarantee it. To stay in Hollywood. I guarantee she felt like she had to do that to her face. There was probably a pressure on her where she was like, I got to go under the knife and do all this crazy shit to my face if I want to continue to work. It's sad, man. It really is. So, uh, and to speak to what you spoke to, uh, so there's six films. Yeah. Um, the first Jurassic Park is a goat film to me. 100%. It's a legend film. Absolutely. It's a, it's a Game changer. Uh, the second one was okay. I didn't think it was that great. It was like, it was still cool because you got dinosaurs and stuff. I haven't watched it in a long time, to be honest. I just remember that uh, Vince Vaughn was there. A young Vince Vaughn. That's the thing I uh, took I away from it. I didn't remember it that like it that much, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I did like Jurassic Park 3 because Sam Neill came back. William H. Macy was in it. Taylor Leone. They introduced the new dinosaur. I thought it was good and entertaining. That one, the thing about that one that's great is the little boy that they go to save on the island. What I thought was always funny about that one is that little boy got his start I don't know actually if it was before or after. He's the star of the Barney movie. So remember when Barney was in its big heyday? He's in the Barney movie. So the fact that you got a kid that's in the Barney movie and is now in a Jurassic Park movie is amazing. And then at the end of Jurassic Park 3, um, when he calls Laura Dern's character to ask them, I need help, Laura, you gotta do this to help us, to save us, her little kids are watching Barney. You hear Barney in the background on TV because she's got little ones now right. in a relationship with somebody else that they touch on in the new one. But yeah, you're right. I think out of all the sequels, that third one's the best one. I think that's a good movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And then you have a 14-year gap. Yeah. 
And then they have Jurassic World. It's the first Chris Pratt movie. I really like that movie. It's the introduction of the Raptors, and it's got the more classic Jurassic Park feel. We're opening a park. We've, you know, is it a bad idea? Of course. Yeah. But it's really more a Raptor movie. But then, like, there's a lot of cool things. I really enjoyed that one. Next one, three years later, is Fallen Kingdom, where like everything goes haywire. They get released. Now they're, you know, at the end, they're like running yeah. through San Diego and shit. Right. Which is a little bit of a node to, I think, two. But, and then obviously 2022, four years later, the finale, Jurassic World Dominion, uh, which you just gave your view on. I gave my view on. Um, and also, Bill hates Laura Dern. So. I know. I feel bad for Laura Dern. I do not hate Laura Dern. I loved her character. I don't want women to feel in Hollywood. Stop doing this to your face. Like, I don't understand it. It's not necessary. Like, and, I'm just, and I don't want to burst your bubble here. Yeah. Uh, but I think that if it comes down to Bill giving his honest opinion and just being, you know, heartfelt. Yeah. Or cashing that movie check. Yeah, you know they're gonna they're gonna get that Botox, man. I know they will. And it, here's the sad part. Here's the sad part is I know people in my life who feel like they need to do that. sure. Always. Who like who like work at regular jobs, absolutely and in offices and stuff. And hundred like, percent, you don't have to do that. I see ladies at Walmart, and I go, "That's not your lips. If you ain't Angelina Jolie, I know that's the look you're going for. It don't work for you." Angelina Jolie was born that way. That's the way her lips are supposed to look. You look like somebody socked you in the mouth. Stop it. Like, but I mean, you alluded to now the dinosaurs are in the real world with the with the Jurassic World. I, I that was one of the things also that I didn't care for in the movie. At the beginning of the movie, the movie opens with a fishing boat being taken down by a dinosaur. Like, and you presume that everyone on that boat's killed. Well, then basically at the end of the movie, they say, well, we're going to all have to learn to live together now. This is just our world. Like, going to have to learn. They allude that, okay, a lot of the dangerous dinosaurs are going to be kept on that island that they're on. And they're going to stay there like a sanctuary, which, you know, that they did that for sequels down the line. They can keep it going, like, as long as they're dinosaurs somewhere. Uh, but basically they said, but we're just going to have this. These are our lives now. We're going to have to learn to live with this. No. No, no, you don't. Like they open with showing ladies at the beach getting picked up by a by by a pterodactyl and being carried away and and terrible things happening because we're all trying to live with dinosaurs, car accidents, like because they're walking down the highway. No, no, we don't. In the real world, the army's gonna come in and take them out. Like we're not living with dinosaurs. Like it, I was just like, what do you mean? You gotta live with them now we're just gonna roll with this we, you just showed me at the beginning of the movie how awful it is like so because you know he can stop and hold his hand out and the, the raptors that was the other thing man they did way too much of that like i kind of understood that that was chris pratt's thing he's the the velociraptor whisperer because he's got a connection with that one but when he's having other people doing it and they're just doing it to random dinosaurs where he stops and he crouches and he holds one hand out while the other hand's at the side and the dinosaurs actually pause and pay attention for a moment. He's got other people doing that. I'm just like, no. If Chris Pratt would have been like, hey, just stop, hold your hand out and then tuck and roll right as he runs at you. I'm gonna go like, fuck you, man. I'm out of here, I'm running now. Like I'm not stopping and holding my hand out. Like, yeah, man, it was just, uh, like I said, corny, over the top, cheesy, um, ridiculous, unbelievable, but fun. And uh, I watched it once. 
And like I said, I'll never watch it again. But, uh, you know, good time. I would definitely recommend seeing it on the big screen. It won't be the same on your small screen at home. I mean, maybe you got a 70-inch TV. That'd be phenomenal. Then you could, you might get away with it. And a good surround sound like Savage has, you probably handle it then. But Let me tell you something. Thanks I... to Honu Experience. Mm-hmm. Honu yeah. Experience. Uh, let me tell you one thing. Yeah, that, uh, tell me. I absolutely liked about this movie was there's a new alpha male or yes. an alpha dinosaur yeah and uh it was just running around wrecking shop yeah you know because you're the alpha dinosaur right and it uh it kicked the shit out of the t-rex in the oh, final yeah. scene yep and uh then there's this other dinosaur and i don't know the name and i apologize look like a bird it was yeah. like a combination of a big dinosaur and a bird and it yeah. had like claws it was cool it was a nasty it was a yeah. it was a nasty bitch it was cool looking yeah and uh but this you know this it was fighting this uh this i i don't even remember the name of the new one but uh and it's really cool like a lot of this stuff i was telling somebody that i was reading that as um technology has gotten better archaeologists have found and researched and they're they oh, yeah. incorporated that stuff into the movies yes which i think is very cool um but uh at the end super mega spoiler alert the freddy krueger dinosaur the one that looks like the claws, a bird yeah and the t-rex is not actually dead he just basically got knocked out or whatever yeah got up and they tag team and take down this ultimate dinosaur and they kind of just like Obviously, they're not like friends, but they're like, all right, we're going our separate ways, which. Yeah. But it was really cool to me because I'm an OG. I'm a classic guy, you know, and I grew up with the T-Rex being the most feared dinosaur right, in yeah. the world. Yeah, so. As you and I as kids, it was always yeah. the T-Rex. And so to, yeah. to see the T-Rex, you know, at the end of the sixth and last movie be on top still and, and yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to win was I, I, I for me it was it was uh it was very good i, I enjoyed it. it that was intentionally done for oh, us of course. Guys. everything's for intentionally sure. done yeah but you know i liked it and it was amazing for me because i wanted to see the you know as an as an older guy who sees the younger generation coming and they're always trying to knock off the old guy right right it's good to see the t-rex you know i'm yes. out there i'm out there playing softball with guys that are 20 25 there you go right and i'm out there being the, the old guy i'm the t-rex so you're there. the t-rex yeah, in that yeah. situation and i'm still hanging all right you know i, I mean? got you so 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 for me being the t-rex right and i got oh you nasty out there who's like a raptor dude that guy's just you know <laughs> fast and nasty right yeah so i'm the t-rex and uh to see him to you know, fend off the new guy and still still uh hold rain and hold yeah. hold court uh Got, got me right here. After the first one, yeah, yeah, after the first one, they kind of established that even though the T-Rex could be dangerous and could kill you, because clearly it was the it was the big scary one in the first one, from about the second one or third one on is when they kind of, it was the third one. Once they brought in that other dinosaur that was crazier than the T-Rex, the T-Rex from that moment on kind of started to become the hero because they'd be running from dinosaurs, trying not to die. And then there's always that moment, and it happens in the new one too, where they're about to die, they're about to get eaten, and then the T-Rex shows up 
to thwart whatever's happening, like to start fighting with the other dinosaur, or trying to get food from the other dinosaur. So from about, I think in the first two movies, the T-Rex is still the big baddie, like the one that they're all scared of. Right. In the third movie, they reintroduced the new big bad dinosaur that even the T-Rex is afraid of. And uh, from that moment on, the T-Rex became kind of, not necessarily a hero, but he just happens to show up and kind of save the day at a certain moment in a lot of those Jurassic Park movies. It happened several times from that moment, for, from that film forward. And it happens in the new one too. There is a moment where they're about to get it and the T-Rex shows up and starts causing, getting in a fight with this big nasty dinosaur. But it's yeah. The Gigantosaurus, which is the new one. That sounds really made up. <laughs> oh, I mean it is. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when when you uncover a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know these these bones from a dinosaur that you never you know. But it doesn't sound like a scientist made that up. You Listen, know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. At least it stopped the Helifunca Crunkosaurus. Yeah, yeah, that's or, right. Yeah, yeah, man, because it's uh, the Gigantosaurus. I mean, that's like that just sounds. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff Bezos didn't pay for the dig and they call it the Bezosaurus. Right, exactly. You yeah. Know, there, the, that could be a problem. You know, yeah. somebody just is a Drake fan. It's the Drakeosaurus. Yeah, right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. This is really big. Let's call it the Gigantosaurus, dude. Because it's gigantic, bro. Like, it, it's just funny to me. Cause, but anyway, yeah, man. It's fun. It's, it's, it's worth a. It's worth a check out if it's playing at your at a theater near you somewhere. I would definitely say um, it's worth watching. But and just the, for um, for uh, accuracy, for the uh, I don't know what Bill keeps doing with his microphone stand every time. I'm not letting it fall. I'm holding on to it. It's trying to the fall. Jurassic Park Three is the Spinosaurus. That's right. And this this big baddie that they're calling the Gigantosaurus now looks quite a bit similar to the Spinosaurus. That's what I, I thought it was just the one from three again. Right. But uh, apparently it's not. It's even bigger and badder than that one from three that they called the Spinosaurus. Um, I think at one point they even make reference, like somebody says a Spinosaurus. They goes, no, no, it's this or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the Spinosaurus. And they're like, no, it's a Gigantosaurus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That They do mention that in the movie. I do remember that now. But yeah, man, it's Did somebody uh, on the because Sam Neill was like, like what was that or that didn't yeah. sound right right yeah yeah he's like somebody was like is a spinosaurus and then somebody from the new right was like no it's this it's right because it did look similar oh, it was the it was the african-american guy that was the tour guy that's right the guy that the plant who's the whistleblower in yeah. the in uh in whatever the name of the company was i forget now uh biosyn biosyn thank you yeah it's uh yeah, I, I, uh, there's definitely things to like about the movie. It, like I said, it's not a complete total train wreck or anything like that. It's fun. You, you go into this, you get exactly what you're expecting to get from a Jurassic Park film. It's just for me, after the first one, it's been downhill ever since. But I think you're right. I think out of all of them, I think that third one's the best out of all the other five sequels. I, I do. But I think it's a shame because I think Chris Pratt deserved better. I really like him. And I think um, he's got, he's just funny and charming. He's one of those dudes that like, I think he's an amazing actor. I can't wait to see him in Thor Love and Thunder because Star-Lord's a, such a great character. It's so much fun. So, but uh, yeah, I never felt like he got. I'm so scared. I know you're nervous about that. I am too, man. Lady Thor. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. We're gonna, it's coming July 8th, right? Right. But not yeah. before the new Star Wars movie comes out the week before. 
What Star Wars movies? Uh, Minions: The Rise of Gru. Oh, that's right. That's right. We are still going there. Yeah. Are you sure Star Wars isn't going to move over into the Clifford the Big Red Dog franchise anytime soon? I mean, we're, talk, we're talking about the evolution of Ewoks here. Yes. Right. Yeah. Gru was obviously a Jedi. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's really deep, man. And, he, and Gru went from the dark side. To the light side I'm of the force, you, you, you're onto something. I'm telling you, pretty man. genius. I, I'm I, telling you, man. I would have never seen it if you hadn't pointed it out, but I, I, I'm gonna give it to you now. July 8th, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder comes out. Okay, okay, yeah, that's uh, which, which is I, I don't know if they moved it or not, because next week on the 15th, the uh, very highly anticipated Mrs. Harris goes to Paris comes out. Oh shit. Yeah, a cleaning lady in the 50s, London falls madly in love with a couture Dior dress and decides that she must have one of her own. Interesting. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I might see that one in 3D. <laughs> You're going to catch that on the IMAX. Yeah. That Dior dress just looks so phenomenal on the IMAX. You just hey, have I'm, to I, see it. I'll tell you what I it will pops. watch yes. that week. I will make a, a. I will be going to the theater for this. Is Wrong Place. Wrong place. I don't know it's if I know. Bruce Willis's last movie. Oh shit! I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it drops yeah. 2022. And it's actually going to get a theatrical release. July okay. 15th. Maybe because it's his last movie. Because I know he's been doing a lot of like straight to streaming, straight to video stuff. Because you know we now know that he was just trying to get money and to make sure his family was taken care of and to make sure the bills are paid and the lights stay on. Uh, but uh, so he did a lot of movies that were made some questionable choices with his movies, obviously. But. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, that that you was happening. kid movies, Paws of Fury, DC League of Super Pets. Yes. Uh, DC League of Super Pets brings back uh, there's another Kevin movie Hart and Dwayne about. Johnson. Another movie you were excited about, I think looks like a, pardon my uh, pun, but a train wreck, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Now, did you get the new trailer? No. You did not get the new trailer before Jurassic World? Uh, I was probably in line. Okay. So before my screening of Jurassic World, it's a new cut trailer with new scenes. Uh, they reveal that Sandra Bullock is in the movie. She's like the person that he's talking to on the phone, who's telling him that he needs to, what he needs to do for this mission. So you see scenes between him and Sandra Bullock. It's a different cut with a lot of different footage um, and a lot of different scenes. And I thought, I thought it looked good before. The new cut of the new trailer, you can probably find it on YouTube. Uh, made it look even better to me. So I'm definitely on board. I love a good Hitman movie. I'm always on board for, like, the guy. It's his last job, you know. He's out, but he's just going to do one more. This looks like John Wick. Like, it looks like there's a world of Hitman, and they all are connected, and they all know what's going on, but it's on a train. But it looks funny. There's nothing funny about John Wick. It's all deadly serious. This looks like... It could come from the John Wick universe, but with a sense of humor. So yeah, the, the Bullet Train movie is definitely high on my radar. And my son is going to be taking me to, uh, I I'm hoping you can get it into Top Gun Maverick. Because I'd, I'd like to talk about that movie at some point. I'm going to definitely watch that. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to pass on Bullet Train. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, I'd rather go watch Jurassic World Dominion again. Or <laughs> the stab myself in the fucking foot with a screwdriver. Yeah. What's up? What's your what? Why it's why so? This doesn't look good to me. Yeah, okay, like, got it. You're you're gonna be wrong, but okay, I get you. I mean, <laughs> hey, let's I'm just telling you, man. Yeah, no, it's all good. I don't know. It may be terrible. Now, hey, 
It's either that or go watch Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay, let's watch that one. I'm down. A woman who raises herself in the marshes of the deep south. Wait, I've been to the south. Ah, Maybe yes, I will yeah. watch that. Yeah, but no. Hey, and I would tell you this, July 22nd, I do not want to watch this movie. Yeah. But this may be one of the best named movies of all time. Okay. Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, nope. That, that, that trailer was before... Uh... We were... My brother and me were hiding... Avery from the 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 yeah uh, the trailer yeah and he was like I want to see I want to see and we're like no we're like trying to distract him because it's scary yeah yeah you know like dinosaurs yeah yeah it's scary too but like yeah yeah that's fine it's okay if this guy just eats this person in half this is not real yeah life. that's right yeah it's not real life but like we're like no 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 like trying to distract yeah, him. yeah. want a pretzel want some candy want some, you know yeah yeah but uh, I do I do love like the fa my favorite part of that entire tr entire trailer. Is, this has been a couple times. I, I think I, the trailer was before uh, Doctor Strange too, and like all this scary stuffs happening, right? Yes. And then it was like Jordan Peele presents or yeah. whatever, and it was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone laughs. Like yeah, this is a great yeah, name. Yeah, for a it's movie good. Here. Yeah, and that's uh, he's he's the one who did Get Out. Uh, so he's has Jordan Peele ever produced a movie? With a title longer than two words? <laughs> Not yet. I don't think like, so. Like, get out? Yeah. Nope. Like, yeah. everything's short, right? And he did Key, Key and Peele. I mean, it's just, who would have thought that oh. the one of the uh, guys... Keanu? Key, they did Keanu before... One word. Before he became this serious, like, horror, dramatic, like, uh, award-winning director. Like, he, that's Keanu was the one before that. But yeah, who would have thought that the guy from Key and Peele would go on to be such an acclaimed director and do these, like serious horror flicks man it's 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 crazy but they're they're horror flicks that always have like a racial undertone and have something to say about society that was what get out was and he did another one i think it's us or was it us i think it was one I word i think it was us that had the he did a, a a remix of i got five on it but it's i got five on us that was the big song for the soundtrack a really creepy version but yeah man I, there's a lot of good movies uh, coming down the pipe uh, but um for me, of course, the next big one on the radar is Thor Love and Thunder. That's the one. And then... Only because it comes out a week before Miss Harris goes to Paris. Right, yeah. Makes yeah, sense. Because that Christian Dior dress. I mean, come on. Oh, and Flash. Those are the two biggies on my radar. I, You know, in all that's honesty... That's not July, though. No, that's when August, right? August 2022, sir, is going to be uh, the classic film Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, okay. Guns 3. Guns 3? Uh, a man. Where was oh, 1 and 2? <laughs> I have not seen this trailer, but it's called A Man from Toronto. Yeah. And uh, it's got uh, Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. Yes, that looks really good. I have seen some clips from that. That looks good. That's another hitman. Yeah, Woody Harrelson is a hitman and somehow links up with Kevin Hart and they have they have like a, they go on an adventure of some sort. I love those kind of movies. Kevin Hart did another one similar to that with The Rock where The Rock was like a former hitman, CIA agent and they get on the run together. Like those kind of movies are great to me. The Bullet Train one, uh, I may not even get around to seeing, but I can tell you that Thor and The Flash are like the two big movies I think that are left other than Top Gun Maverick. Those are the three this summer that are must theatrical i'll be at the theater i'm not gonna miss it uh everybody says the top gun the aerial scenes that the jet fighting the fighter pilot scenes are so incredible if you don't catch it on the big screen you're missing out like it's a must so i was like yeah i, I you know the first one i just recently rewatched the first one on netflix 
not blown away by that movie. It's 1985 and it feels like 1985. Now when you watch it in 85, it was probably phenomenal in 85. I was a little kid. I wasn't paying attention. So I rewatched it on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But now we're going to get 2022 Top Gun where everything's up. The ante's up. I'm sure Top Gun was mind blowing in 85. So I'm going to check that one. Thor Love and Thunder's a must. The Flash is a must. Those are probably the next three movies that I have to see. Bullet Train, if I got the cash and the time, for sure. Uh, I think the trailer looks good. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes as far as time and money. Allowing, if you know what I'm saying, my friend. Uh, Yeah, like you're basically saying if you have money. Yeah, pretty much. And time. Yeah, because Also, The Flash doesn't come out till November 4th. Oh, shit. That far? I thought it was a summer movie. Nope. You know what? I think that has to do with dude's behavior and all the shit that's gone down. There was a petition to get him removed from the film, but we've talked about that already. So you got I The think... Flash in November. You got Black Adam in October. Yes. That looks good, too. That trailer dropped. So. Those are fall movies. So then I guess my big two big movies for the summer then are now Top Gun Maverick and Thor. Those are the only ones left that I have to see. So. Miss Harris. Yeah, and Miss Harris goes to Paris. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. My bad, Miss Harris. Yeah. Hi, Miss Harris. What you gonna do with all that dress? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, are we ready to get on up out of here, my friend? Been ready. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Okay, bye. Peace. <laughs>